Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Recall the Midwife. This is our listener special. I'm Jen. I'm Becky. And I'm Alex. And today uh, we've uh, doing it a bit different than normal. We've asked uh, our listeners, well, actually, we've already had a load of questions to us. And we thought, well, do you know what? We'll uh, we'll, we'll do a listener special, answer some questions. We put some about translations out there. But also, I've actually, in my hand, you can't see this, but Jen and Becky are very lucky to see me with a mug in my hand of Horlicks. A beautiful winter-themed decorated mug. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, it's actually summer one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got blue and white, so I thought it was like kind of snow and everything. But it's yeah, I see it now. It's summer. Um, Tell us what you think of the Horlicks, Al. Now, at first, I didn't like it, and I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> that was my first but But it's like kind of grinds you down. I quite like it now. It's a bit... How can I put it? It's like a mold. It's like... A savory. This is this is the weirdest description. A savory hot chocolate. Oh, so it's not that it's not that sweet. Yeah, it's not that sweet. But I'm wondering if the 1950s version was. But obviously, they're not allowed to put as much sugar in nowadays. It has got yeah. a sweet like kick afterwards. Is, is it, it like bedtime drink? Yeah, I reckon it's a bedtime drink. Yeah. So, so is this now going to become your like six to eight o'clock every night routine where you like yeah, have done a hard day and. Yeah, I do like it. Let's see how I sleep tonight. I might, I might fall asleep halfway through this podcast. She's got a whole job to get through now. I don't have Horlicks because I'm avoiding my neighbours at the moment, so I can't go home. 
What if one of your neighbours is listening to this, Bex? <laughs> I don't think they're probably an avid listener. No, well, we're, we're having a Christmas light switch on and gathering, which sounds really posh, but it's not. Um, does so, it? Doesn't, does, but, doesn't it, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm finding out at my mum's house. So, yeah, I have Horlicks, but I, I don't have access to it. So I've got a couple Do you know what? I've just necked that. That was lush. Right. Very good. They have turned me into an avid um, Horlicks. I was trying to think of partaker in a word that began with H, but I can't think of something that's a uh, Horlicks uh, drinker, Horlicks fan, Horlicks. Yeah, but I was thinking of something H H. Anyway, I made right. myself a, a mocha coffee in in um uh, solidarity because I don't have Horlicks over here. But someone said a Horlicks is Ovaltine. Yes, I have had Ovaltine. I will say Ovaltine, I think, fits your description, Al, because it's not as nice as hot cocoa, but it's also, it is nice. And and I think of Ovaltine as, like, a drink that you used to give kids in, like, the 50s and 60s and everything, in 40s, too, to, like, kind of, like, because it had a lot of um, vitamins and minerals in it. And it was, like, a drink you would give them because, like, other nutrition maybe wasn't as complete. And so that was a way to kind of get stuff into the kiddos way back when. Mm. That's how I think of Ovaltine. Like, to me, it's a very old-fashioned drink. Well, to be honest, it was good. And also on the on the thing it said that you can put it in the microwave and instead of actually boiling the milk like I normally would, I didn't have time, I just put it in the microwave. <laughs> Works surprisingly well. Okay. Oh, so you don't have it with hot water? No, no, it's milk. Oh, milk. No. Water would be gross oh. for any oh, yeah. I, I Bex, that's disgusting. Yeah, I wouldn't would... make hot cocoa with water. Oh either. yeah, actually, because when they were in the um when they were staying at the hall because of the bomb scare. Mm-hmm. And we stole the milk. She wasn't making it with hot water. She was making it with milk. Yeah, she honest, it's quite a lot of milk as well, isn't it? <laughs> Three full cups <laughs> of milk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No wonder she had to like you know, siphon it away where no one knew because otherwise yeah. she gets so much trouble. Right now, we're gonna do readers' questions, and we need to start because there's quite a few. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much to the response on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's amazing. And uh, this is actually the question I actually put wait, a wait, shout wait. out. Can I just oh, can one. I just say how thoughtful and like like observant and interesting the questions were that we got and like the people that were like noticing all these details and like things that you know like we we've noticed a lot of this stuff too but some things we before we got on air we were like oh I never even thought of that so just a shout out to like these these listeners really know what's going on I think it's so interesting as well like words we just Mm -hmm. take for granted Mm -hmm. yeah totally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but anyway so this one actually was so I put a shout out on Facebook yesterday just basically like look we're about to record a podcast we're gonna drink some horlicks or just me um and uh, i just want to <laughs> but like you know do you have any questions translations that kind of thing but anyway we had a question from emily davis beforehand hello emily davis um and she said um what do you think about the name timothy turner because all i can think of is timothy Fer- turner from the fairly odd parents right now she's got another part to a question I have no idea who Timothy Turner from The Fairly Odd Parents is. Jen? <laughs> is this an American thing, Jen? I think it is an American thing. And actually, I have to say, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, I know The Fairly Odd Parents. But um, I don't, I, that, I'm not a fan of that show. And I don't really, oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, do you guys see, do you guys, do you guys see this picture? Oh, um, yes. I that. know them now. Yeah, yeah. But this is, this is a cartoon. And I have to be honest, um, it's a Nickelodeon cartoon, and it's not um, one that I've watched. I think it's like after our time, before like yes. you know the kids in our lives' time. 
Right. It's like when we were too old for it, but didn't have kids that were young enough for it. So we just missed it, basically. Yeah. 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 Oh, it started in 2001 and then it was on for like 10 years. So that was definitely in the time. Yeah, that was 20 to 30. Yeah, when we were doing a lot of other horrible things that had nothing to do with things that were appropriate for children. Emily, again, you pointed out something to us that we didn't know. So well done there. Now, Emily, you have another question here. And she said, wait, wait, wait. Bex has something to say. I was just going to say, I do like the name Timothy Turner because I like the double T. Yeah. I, I love alliteration, so I'm always here for it. Well, that's what I was trying to think of the Horlicks. Oh, oh, I couldn't think of another word. <laughs> what do you Horlicks. mean? Like I was trying to think of alliteration, like I'm a Horlicks. Oh, like, like a happy Horlicks drinker or something like that. Yeah, but like... I can think of a name, but it doesn't... You would pronounce it with an H, but it begins with a W. Yeah, I don't want to say that. <laughs> What about wholesome Horlicks? Yeah, but that's not imbibing, that's also is, is it? Oh. oh. No matter. That's literally not important. No, so. let's spend 45 <laughs> minutes wondering what it could be on there. <laughs> right, so Emily Davis also has said, and I think this question is brilliant. I know, I love it. If you could all be one person, who would you pick and why? And she says she'd be Dr. Turner because that would mean I would be married to Sheila. So okay, who would girl. you be? Yeah. Okay, girls, I've been thinking of this like if I was one person on the show, who would Is I be? Francine, I mean... married to Jimmy. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have to put an embargo <laughs> on the whole topic. <laughs> um, although, no, I'm not even going to make the comment. Okay. Um. No, but so I I have been thinking of it as like if I was one person on the like who am I most like as a character oh, on the not. show? But then I thought, oh, but who would I want to be? And then yeah. that's a yeah. that's a much easier question. Okay, so so should we so should we even bother saying like who we think we are most like on the show, or should we just no, just who we want to be? Okay, okay. So who wants to go first? You can. I I can go. Go back. Go back. Go back. I'd be Fred. <gasps> <laughs> That's a great person to be. Why would you be Fred? Because I just think he lives the dream life. Also, and I might have to translate my own, but I love nothing better than pottering. And I just feel like he just potters Aww. all day long. Now, mm-hmm. you, I don't know if you'll know what I mean by pottering. Running errands. Oh, yeah, pottering around, yeah. Just pottering around. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like that's all he does all day. And he's just, they all have to go out He's just at the. He's just at Nanata's house, fixing things, pottering around. Sometimes he's doing the veg patch. Sometimes, sometimes he's, doing he's the... slaughtering chickens in the same space as he's making <laughs> uh, candy apples. I would have much better hygiene standards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I would be Fred. And then also, as later series comes on, um, obviously, spoiler alert. I don't want to do a spoiler, but. I just think he lives a lovely life. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Jen? Oh, gosh. Oh. Um, Have you not thought about this? Well, the thing is... Well, do you want I, me to go while you yeah, think? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, because I spent so much time trying to think who I actually am that I didn't think of who I would aspirationally want to be. So, okay, Alex, you go real quick and then I'll Right, I thought long and hard about this and I've changed it about 65 times, but I'm going to tell you who I would want to be. Okay. Well. Sister Monica Joan. <laughs> oh, controversial. Generally. She does nothing. She eats cake all day. 
She has no responsibility. She's rude and arrogant and doesn't do anything, but she just gets away with it. She just goes and sits and just falls asleep wherever she is. She has literally no responsibilities at all. She lives a dream life. So I would be Sister Monica Jane. I was going to be Barbara because I love Barbara. But then I thought, well, Barbara works really hard and is cycling around the city. None of that for Miss Sister Monica Jane. Yeah, no this cycling is true. Or... Yeah. No oh, I mean, there. Sister Monica Jane has put in the work to get to where she is now. Yeah, yeah. but I want to be here now. Just direct straight to that. Well, how, mu- how much have the three of us talked about, like, our plans for our retirement years together where we can just, like basically live our golden girls fantasy and i mean sister monica joan is right there now granted she's dealing with some other complicated issues as well but like she's living she is living the dream in so many ways exactly i because jen's put so much thought into this i want to know who jen thinks she's most like okay i will reveal all after so um okay i (laughs) okay i'll say this i want to be this person because Oh, I just, she's just so cool in my mind. Um, and I will say, I didn't, I, I was thinking of it from characters in the first two seasons. I also haven't like extrapolated like to way forward as well. But um, I I want to be Sister Evangelina. I, I want to be her. She is just, she's, she just like, she's just so great. Like she just, she just is so great. She is just the most solid person. She works so hard, which, you know, it'd be nice to sit around and have more fun or hit that, but she works so hard. She just knows exactly who she is. She is so solid in her own self. Um, She's, she just has a heart of gold and, you know, she just says the best, she just has the best like mind. She comes up with the best lines and um, yeah, I just, I just, I love her and I I aspire to be more like her. I will say my very close second is Sister Julianne because she's just the most wise and like loving and compassionate person. But oh, but that's a lot of responsibility. Well, that's the thing. Her, she just, be like me. Be like yeah. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> she just she's constantly carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders, and that is just like really tough. So Sister Evangelina gets a lighter load and and still has so many mo- positive attributes. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Although I will also, I would... go, go ahead. I was just gonna say one of my reasons for being Fred is I don't want to deal with anything medical because I cannot stand the sight of blood. <laughs> now I would have had to have dealt with that, but if I'm just gonna be transported into a body now, then that's fine, isn't it? So you're yeah. fine. <laughs> you're oh, good. Sister Monica Joan barely will look at a paper cut, you know? So she's well, let's just fall asleep before yeah, just eat some cake. <laughs> um oh, okay, okay, so now we've got a load so i put on about um because obviously a lot of our listeners and a lot of watchers have called the midwife for american as are you jen if you haven't noticed i um, i just recently figured it out yeah <laughs> well we have quite a unique opportunity here because we've got two brits um becky lives in the south i live in the north of, of uh, the uk uh-huh. in cheshire and obviously as you can probably tell from our accents um but obviously there's differences with accents in region and stuff like that as well. So it's something that a simple Google Translate doesn't always always necessarily help with. Mm. Um, so we put about translations. So we've got quite a few. So I'm gonna tr- we're gonna try and get through them all because it's quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane M. Holcomb on uh, on Facebook had to look up what a marrow was, which made me laugh. And she says <laughs> it's a zucchini, but they just seem like a courgette to us. So it is a marrow like a big like a big squash. I... Yeah, but I think. I think marrow, so I think marrow is different to a courgette. So I think marrow is different to a zucchini. But if you didn't 
if you didn't pick a zucchini, it would just grow that big and it would. Ah. So, I, I, I thought Amaro it's... was more like a root vegetable. No, it's not. Well, it's not. Oh, okay. It's grown in exactly the same way as a zucchini. So it but would I... be just as giant zucchini. <laughs> I th- I thought it was separate, but I think it I think it's a gi- I think it is just a giant because sometimes neighbors yeah sometimes neighbors are like oh I've got some courgettes from the allotment and then they come in I'm like this is not a courgette it's a marrow and I don't want to have to deal with this. Oh, uh, see, the and- thing, see, I have to say I feel very strongly about this because, um, I so I grew up in New England, but then now I live in North Carolina, which is on the east coast of America, but kind of down south and down here we take squash very very seriously especially summer squash like you know um like zucchini and patty pans and like you know yellow squash and like all those kind of things and if you if you yeah they are lovely and if you have a zucchini that is massive it is hard and dried out and not worth eating so down here you would never eat a zucchini that was more than like six to eight inches like a little you know like about this big around I mean listeners can't see but you guys know what I'm talking about so like to me if you have a big big zucchini like that we wouldn't well, even bother with that. Can I just say this was the small part of her thing because that yeah, was just we, she was actually okay, right. So we've we've gone too we, far we've on solved it. it. We've solved it. Yeah. But, right. So and she says and someone called Fred a grafter. Now in my accent it's grafter, but on um call the midwife in the southern accent. Well, not southern Becky because would you say grafter Bex or grafter? Yeah, I'd say grafter. grafter. Yeah. Whereas in I London, I don't think anyone would say grafter unless they grafter. were really. He's a grafter. Far. He was in London. He's a grafter. Oh, maybe they were. Yeah, He's I would doing say poplar. grafter. Yeah, but um, a grafter, a grafter is someone who grafts really hard. So someone who works really hard. And actually, on a Love Island note, um, grafting when when you're grafting someone, it means you're working really hard to chat them up. So uh, that's go. actually yeah, we're not something across to our our Love Island you know, podcast that's yet to come. <laughs> oh, I was yes, about oh, to yes. say that I'm a grafter, uh, but now that you've put the Love Island bit in there, I don't <laughs> know if I want to say that, but. This is also why I think I'd do well as Fred because my grandma says that I'm a worker. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Whereas I just enjoy I actually am a hard worker, just saying. I am a grafter. Yeah. Uh, right, we're Susan. Hard workers. Oh, sorry. We're all hard workers. Um, well, Sister Monica Jones. Susan Fox. <laughs> Susan Fox says she's a little confused about biscuit. Um, oh, I love a biscuit. Is it the same thing that we call a cookie or is it a cracker or is it something totally different? Now, I've been to America and I've had one of your biscuits and I got really confused. Yeah. I also, say, this is a big had... topic right here. This yeah. is a big one. We had, when we met at university, literally like a month, two months after we'd first met, we had a Thanksgiving dinner and one of, and one of the Americans made biscuits. Yeah. Which I think is a, I think of your biscuits as being a cross between a dumpling and a and a scone. Yeah, I think I think biscuits and scone. I think American like biscuits and scones yeah. are are very close cousins to each other. The method for making them is almost scone. identical. Scone, not scone. That's, um, another, that's another podcast on his own. <laughs> yeah, we won't even we won't even go there. But yeah, so so and this was something that that really threw us all off when we when we all first met each other because there were some Americans and then a bunch of Brits when we were all in university together. And so an American biscuit is, is like a, a, like a flaky, you know, like dough pastry bake thing that, you know, you can split and put butter jam, all that kind of stuff on it. Um, A cookie is any form. We know a cookie. Yeah. 
a, a cookie is like is is sweet, but they can be crunchy, they can be soft, they can be chewy, they can be any of those things. Do you have shortbread over there? We do have shortbread, but shortbread would be a cookie. To so us. we'd call that a biscuit, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so bis- uh, when we talk, when we're talking about biscuits, we're basically talking about cookies. Yes, biscuits and cookies are pretty. Well, analogous. someone here, yeah. Carmen Alaska, eighteen on uh, on Instagram, hello, um, said about a Garibaldi as well because he talked about the Garibaldi. I love a Garibaldi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Garibaldi would be a cookie for us as well. Yeah. Oh really? Biscuits. Well, wait, day. what? What's a Garibaldi? It's like it's. What is? Well, describe it's got, it. It's got like little currants in, and it's dead thin. It's quite sugared on the top. I like the one where they've got the brown sugar on top, mm-hmm. and it's like really thin and like a bit crackery, but really sugary. See, I've not. I'm not a fan of the current, so I've not gone near a Garibaldi. Those, um, if it if it's sweet, it's a cookie. Yeah. If it's if it's savory or it's not sweet, then uh, it's a cracker. Yeah. It's now a cracker. I think that. I, <laughs> <laughs> See, here's, here's actually like a very quick bone to pick. This is what always annoys me on. Now, like, I, it's one of my favorite shows. I love it. But on Great British Bake Off, when they do Biscuit Week, and they always make it like a shortbread or a gingerbread or like a cookie that can like hold up the Eiffel Tower or whatever. And it's like, when can I just get a like a delicious, soft, gooey chocolate chip cookie or something on there? Like, I always am like, there's Jen, more. We're the doing translations. We've not got time know, for this. I know. Right. Yeah, but I have to say. You're limiting yourself. No, I need to talk about biscuits more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, 20 ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15, 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, when you say, can we not get, like, a cookie, as you know it, Jen, is a very, very minor part of the biscuit world. It's a small-time player. Do you have bourbons over there? And custard creams. Those are sandwich cookies to us. Whoa. It's 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 two it's two cookies with like filling in the middle. That's a that's a sandwich cookie. Yeah, yeah. But do you have like custard? Do you have them custard cream and bourbon over there? Not as like an American thing. You can get them, but they're not like they're not popular in the cookie aisle the way that just like an anyone Oreo... who's listening. If you've not had a custard cream, just go oh, out. They're delicious. And they're delicious. They're delicious. Do you have I malted milks? No. What about rich tea biscuits? Oh, I love rich tea. Oh, you know what? You you can get those at you can get those at the store in like the international aisle. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone go get a rich tea and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's better than a rich tea is a rich tea finger. Uh, that's my favorite rich tea fingers. And you yeah. know what? They'd be good with a Horlicks. Anyway, Melly Baker Holt <laughs> um, on Facebook. Hi, Melly Baker Holt. This is so exciting that we got people that we're. Uh, got questions for us uh, she's got a really really good point about um accents and the way they pronounce it oh, so yeah. sister evangelina flags down fred and needs to go to berkshire right now 
I think if you read it, you think Berkshire, but they yep. pronounce, pronounce it like Berkshire. Could right. you all address this pronunciation? Does it have something to do with the Cockney accent or the British accent in general? Well, I, this, I have something to say about this, but you well, guys go first. Well, Berkshire, that is what it's called. So, Worcestershire. Well, I think this is British accent in general. Edinburgh. Well, mm. though, it's just, yeah, there's only one way to pronounce it. Like, it doesn't change in dialect. That is the name of the place. Right, right. Yeah, so, even, yeah. and regardless of where you're in, from in the UK, you would still say Berkshire, no yeah. matter what your accent is, what your regional accent is. Yeah. So so here's my interpretation, because the thing that especially because I grew up in New England, there's a lot, a lot of things in that region that is that is named after something, you know, equivalent in the UK. Right. So we have, you know, obviously New York is York, you know, like there's a lot there's a lot of like, um, you know, commonalities there. So we actually have the Berkshires, which is like a area of Massachusetts and New York, which is like um, mountainous region and everything. And we call it the Berkshires. I know it's but, so weird. <laughs> but you guys would call it the, the Berkshires, Berkshires, right? Yeah. But then we had like I grew up in in Boston and then like not very far away from Boston is a town called Worcester. And you guys would also pronounce it Worcester, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So what the only point I'm making here is that like, it's just a very, it's just very strange how some things came over exactly. And then some things got modified with like the evolution of like American version of the English language. And I mean, again, we could talk about these. There's so many of these. And like, we've literally spent 20 years of our relationship, like (laughs) talking about like, you say this, but you say that. And like, which one of us is like, quote, right, or whatever like that. But us. Yeah. Also, um, I, will, I will say what makes me laugh, and I've noticed this over and over again with all of us, is that whenever an American person does a British accent, it's always like this very specific, like canned accent. And then whenever a British person does an American accent, it's always a very specific, like canned American accent. And it's always the same. And there's, and the thing that was funny is when I moved to the UK, Uh, The first day I was, I remember this so vividly, the first day I was in the kitchen with all of you girls, all of you were talking to each other and you're like, oh, you sound so Northern. Oh, you sound so this. Oh, you sound so that. Like You could hear all these different things happening. And I could not hear any of that. It was literally just a cacophony of just like British voices and like none of it was different. It was all the exact same thing. But what's hilarious is that you guys do the exact same thing for Americans. And I hear 8,000 different, you know, like twangs and twings and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And now that I've been, you know, now that I've been um, going to Britain a lot over the years and like know you guys and everything, I hear all those differences too. Um, but it just, it just, always, it just, it will never not make me laugh. It never, it's always amusing. So I think we would, we do know is some like a, a Southern American accent. Oh, some yeah, extreme. Yeah, some are, some are really extreme. Um, mm-hmm, maybe that's mm-hmm. wrong to say extreme, but some of them we notice. But there's probably a lot of variation that we just don't pick up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, so another one. This is actually about a drink. So Nickerson Power on Instagram. This is honestly, I feel like a proper real person, like presenter or something. Nickerson <laughs> 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 Power on Instagram has uh, messaged us, and uh, they're saying about gin and it. Now, gin and it. Gin is, and it. Yeah, gin and it is is a cocktail. Ooh, I I prefer heard of a gin and it to a gin and tonic. I don't actually like gin and tonic because gin tonic. I don't like gin and tonic. What's it's the quinine? 
in the tonic. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it very So it's vermouth. So it's gin and vermouth. So it's actually really, Ooh, really potent. Well, okay. I can't drink these anymore, Jen. I had a very, very bad experience on it one time. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, man, gin and vermouth would do some stuff to you for sure. Well, it very much. It's like when my mum, my mum does a whiskey mac um, when you're ill, which is uh, whiskey and ginger wine. And... I love that you have that when you're ill. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because it just knocks you out for about a week and then you wake up. <laughs> and you're like, your body is totally recovered. You're, the hangover takes over. It makes you feel better. You're like, oh, I'm so hungover, but I don't feel bad about me cold anymore. Oh, um, anyway, so that's gin and it, and they are so delicious. Um, so definitely recommend if you've not had one, try one. Okay. Do you have more drinks? Because I have a few drinks. We could just Oh, go for it. Go for, for it. Okay. So um, Baby Sham what's i'm thinking it's some kind of champagne light yeah well, it's a very cheap but a very cheap <laughs> so just cheap it's a perry it's not actually a champagne it's like a but but it's that sort of it's like a prosecco or a sparkling wine no it's okay. not it's, it's a spare cider baby champ yeah i know but i'm just trying to describe it oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah it's got that vibe to it it okay. was dead fashionable in the 80s as well as the 50s. And it's had this uh, like little... Well, I always wanted to drink it at Christmas because it had this really cute um, Bambi can... <laughs> this is showing you my family. Um, <laughs> but it had like a really cute like Bambi kind of um, logo. Oh. So yeah, I was allowed a bit at Christmas. Family. Yeah, I've had baby... I used to have it at Christmas when I was like five. <laughs> that is your family to a T. We had it at a Christmas party once and a big... Um, our team went out at work and I don't know what I mean I was a lot younger and I could take the alcohol but we everybody picked a drink and then we everybody drank that drink (laughs) oh oh wow that would would send you down a hole so quick I think yeah it got messy and then but at one point I do remember having baby sham at dinner Ooh. oh oh babe oh, i got okay it's so, nice it's quite oh, nice it, it sounds delicious actually yeah. I, the next time i come over we're gonna have to have yeah. a little baby sham um, then s- then somebody ordered a white russian and it took a turn because oh. i love a white russian oh i love a white yeah, russian that's, too but when that's you fine 10 but... different drinks in one night oh you it just a lot it just caused curdling it was not good oh okay um okay so next one i have is bitter lemon that's the drink that jenny drinks when she's at that jazz club or whatever with jimmy and the girls so say what bitter lemon is because i i don't think anyone would really know well i used to work at a bar and people still ordered bitter lemons this is like 20 years ago and it's just a lemon flavored like soft drink that's got a bitter it's it's horrible i don't know why people drink it like it's just right but it's it but it's like a lemon. It's very refreshing actually if you have it, and it kind of quenches your thirst quickly. <laughs> um, but it's, got it's not like carbonated lemon, or anything, right? But it's got lemony. It like looks like there's like lemon juice in it, right? Yeah, it's really like um, cloudy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. that okay, so that's what I was looking for. Now this is another thing that really flummoxed me when I was when I moved over to the UK. Y- you guys call. You also use the word lemonade for what we think of as Sprite and 7-Up, which is like yeah. a clear soda, basically. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it's like it's soda pop, um, but it, you know, but then you guys call that lemonade. And for us, lemonade, you guys have, you guys call lemonade something different, but it's, but when I think of the word lemonade, I think of lemon juice squeezed into a thing with sugar, water ice yeah. and it's like like it's there's no carbonation there's no nothing that's well, what, you know that's what, what americans think of lemonade 
that started with hipsters. That started taking off over here in like little bottles and stuff. But yeah. lemonade was never a thing over here. People like I used to remember yeah. seeing like Char- Charlie Brown and Peanuts. They used to sell it by the side of the road. Like yeah. that's never really been a thing over here. Like lemonade over here has only really been like the Sprite and Seven Up kind of thing. Like obviously right. without, the, without the lime. But you know what I mean. So what like, you're what you're talking about, we would call a cloudy lemonade. Yes. Mm-hmm. But not carbonated, even though they do carbonate. No, so you yeah. can have. So you'd have still, but you can have sparkling. So you could have still or sparkling of that. Yeah. See, so that's different for us. Okay, and then, um, because we're because we're on foods, I just have a couple other ones. Okay, um, the di- and this is also interesting because I think regionals um have. Oh my different- god, are we still doing drinks? Because I was going to say snowball. Oh no, I'm done with drinks. Okay, snow. Snowball, excuse me, what is that? Snowball is half advocar, half lemonade. It is disgusting. Ooh, that it kind of has this, like, it, the effect on the top looks like a snowball. Oh. Uh, but someone, someone asked about that. Well, I can't find that who did it. Also, Boris Banning, I'm hoping they're talking about Banning Boris, Boris Johnson on their, uh, on their <laughs> uh, Instagram, said about, um, it said on many episodes, why would they say well-sugared about tea? And that just means putting loads of sugar in there because but- they reckon that, yeah. Go on, back. sorry. Well, I was just going to say lots of sugar in your tea. Yeah, but they reckon also, that helps shock. Yes. Yeah, that was my, that my mom actually said that she's like, she's like, they often say like put a lot of sugar in the tea because when you've had something really stressful happen to you, your body will like shoot out a lot of insulin to help deal and like stress hormones and everything. And that depletes your blood sugar. And so if you have a tea with like a lot of sugar in it, that helps kind of like restore you, you know, almost like how you would drink like Gatorade or, you know, Lucozade or whatever after you've had like a hangover because you're so dehydrated. So tea well sugared kind of restores you of what you've lost when you've gone through a stressful or traumatic experience is how my mom described it. A very old fashioned cure for that, but okay. Any more drinks? No, sorry. Carry on. Okay. So this, this is, this is, uh, okay. Okay. So there's regional differences and I've heard all you guys say different things. So the difference between dinner, lunch, supper. (laughs) So in America, I'll just say this, we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's what you would say. Now, if we were going to use the word supper, which is not as common, but supper would mean your last meal of the night, like at, between like 6 and 8 p.m. or whatever. Um, we, If we would say tea, that would never imply a meal. That would only imply a drink. And that's it. If you say, oh, tea time, then that could imply like, oh, I'm going to have a cup of tea with like a cookie or a biscuit or some piece of food, but it's not a meal. But you guys also use tea time to imply a meal. So do you want to expand? Well, it also depends on regions here as well. Right. So where I am, it's breakfast, lunch, and tea. Yes. And, tea <laughs> and then is... if you have summer before bed, it's supper, right? But we, we're not well posh. Only poshos say that. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you what, sorry? So, su- so supper I... is after tea for you and your region, Alex? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm with Alex. I have tea. What are you having for your tea? Yeah. But a lot of people say Manchester area and things like that would say dinner rather than lunch. So they don't wouldn't yeah. use lunch. And they sometimes use dinner. I dinner as being lunch. Mm-hmm. And see, we have a we have a friend who's Welsh and I've heard her use the word supper for lunch. What? For she's lunch? From, oh no, that's just because she's she's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> supper is never lunch. Maybe she hasn't. Maybe she hasn't. But Oh, uh, just... we all know who you're talking about. She probably has. <laughs> I love her, but come on. Anyway, tea time as dinner like really threw me for a loop because like there were so many times where you guys would say stuff and I would just be like, 
wait a minute. I don't, what are they talking about? Yeah, I you feel come so out and like, Mom, what's for tea? I'm starving. <laughs> and I would be like, I don't know what this means. Okay, then since we're on foods, and this is this is something that comes up in the Christmas episodes, and it really came up in the most recent Christmas episode we discussed. And this was something I had to figure out when I moved to the UK. Um, the difference between celebrations, selection tray, and then there's another Christmas like Christmas box of sweets that you guys have. You guys Wait, want to tell what those are? Celebrations back then. Maybe they no, didn't have celebrations. Was it Quality Street? Quality Street is what Quality they said. Street. Yeah, Quality Street. But, but Quality what, Streets. Explain what those are to the girls. It's Christmas for me. Same. Do and roses. That, yeah. Oh, roses as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Quality Streets is basically just a box of chocolates, but there's it's there's they're all individually wrapped in foil in the tin. Uh huh. And then there's just a selection of different. So there'll be like, what is there? There's like a coconut one, an orange cream one, a the strawberry. Triangle thing. The, the most, the one I love is uh, one that's like caramel, soft caramel with like a, a, a nut in the middle, a hazelnut in the mm. middle and then wrapped in chocolate and it's delish, the purple one. Mm-hmm. I love the green triangle. But every Christmas, my aunt used to have a box of quality streets. So, yeah. I think every also, household does. And also, yeah, when, and also like Cadbury's does like, something 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 and then i roses. think galaxy roses and then galaxy does something something well there's he- miniature heroes now and then celebrations but what companies do which boxes well that's a very good question i think celebrations is cadbury's and miniature heroes is mars Gal- mars yeah well there's galaxy and look like bounty and stuff in one i can't remember which is which I just yeah. love when they come in the office we get like giving them in big tubs or whatever in the office and it, but, what, but most but most of the but most of the boxes that we're talking about have chocolates in them that are not like miniatures of candy bars or or chocolates that are sold all throughout the year in big sizes. They're like these special one-off holiday ones, right? This is no, this is the quality street and roses. You can buy them all year round. Okay. But it's more of a Christmas tradition. So you don't really have them in your house any other time any other apart time from Christmas. Year. And also okay. it's good they I think they're like a fiver for a little box nowadays like it's not something you buy expensive yeah so it's it's something you buy during covid when um there were basically going to be shortages my sister-in-law did stockpile quality streets in (laughs) preparation for christmas priorities exactly exactly so yeah so we don't do that over here we don't we don't not we don't not that we don't stockpile we stockpile a lot but we don't have those same treats so when they mentioned them i thought i wanted wanted to cover that but also they're just everywhere and I don't know if this is a British thing, and I've only just thought of this, but for example, this weekend I went to um, like a warehouse sale thing and there was ma- we had sun in a massive queue. So they were just handing out, someone had a box of chocolates, so they were just handing oh, them out. That's so yeah, that, nice. that happens in massive queues, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. So even if you just go into the shops, like there's chocolates everywhere. Mm. well i will say you guys you guys go to like 11 with christmas i mean you really pull out all the stops like it it's really it's really fun it's really yeah but see i say we'd say that the other way for you like with 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 decorations and stuff i'd say we're definitely going more american with as far as like people actually having lights outside the houses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that's been a long time thing for you in that over here 10 years ago there was hardly anything compared to now yeah, I you know, I was thinking about this the other day, though, like, I, I agree with you. And, it, and America, like, just loves to go hard for like any of this kind of stuff. We, we certainly do. But I feel like you guys do like, 
Christmas episodes of all the shows, Christmas number ones, Christmas this, a Christmas this, a Christmas like you guys, you guys do do Christmas in a very like like intense and like special way and I feel like in America the way our kind of year goes and everything like we're always <laughs> we're always taking a break for a party or like a celebration or some kind of holiday or whatever like you know and especially once fall hits it's like it's Labor Day then it's Halloween then it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and then you know New Year or whatever and like I kind of feel like in America like by the time you get to Christmas like it there's already been so much Christmas but there's also been already so many other things too that like like whereas you guys don't I mean you guys do celebrate Halloween and everything but you don't have Thanksgiving yeah but not the same way that we do and like and you obviously don't have Thanksgiving so the Christmas thing kind of get then gets I've been I've been to Christmas at your house in America like yeah yeah was Mm -hmm. it ham you have on Christmas day was it you don't have turkey do you I would say I would say Christmas is usually if you're gonna have meat it's usually a ham or a turkey or like a big roast beef or like a celebration but, but it's not like over here most people have to like we have beef wellington but that's unusual like yeah. it's usually turkey with all the trimmings yeah ham, ham is ham is really common and a, a turkey is also really common but the thing is a lot of us have just eaten a whole turkey like a month ago and yeah that's what i mean so it's kind of like you can you can do turkey but then sometimes you're like well i just ate a whole turkey i don't need to eat and a it's whole quite sweet as well like the yams thing is it that marshmallows on the top Yes, like I'm not slightly off Christmas Christmas dinner, it was lovely. But I yeah. was just very different to what I was used to. Yeah, well sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top is a real American Southern thing. Yeah. But it's, I love it. I mean I I always make that every year. I it wasn't I, did, I didn't love it. It was that I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> we threw you a loop on that one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what marshmallows? What? I'm going to say this now, ladies. We've talked so much on this that we've literally run out of time. So I'm going to say thank you so much for listening. We're going to have to do a part two. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye.